Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Dave Williamson is here. Uh, CB CB Live at Desert Ridge. The Meat Man has arrived. Uh, You might know him. You're on Bert's thing all the time, right? You're constantly dealing with Bert. Most times. Yeah, Yeah, I've been very lucky to get to tour with Bert a bunch the past few years. And you're talking about the Meat Man. That's where the reputation – I've been into barbecue for years. But um, I've built this reputation because we bring a travel smoker on the road with us when we tour since we have space for it in the tour bus. So I think that's where people are like, oh, you're next level. You guys tailgate for your own shows. Like that's <laughs> yeah, that's, that's dedication yeah. to the craft right there. That is, that is huge heart attack waiting to happen type behavior, <laughs> which I like. Don't you ever, put that on me. <laughs> it's not going to be your fault. There's a lot of look, things we do that would look, encourage a heart when attack. When Bert's heart blows up, oh, it won't be goodness. your fault. I mean, he's the perfect shape for He's got for the it. Mickey Mantle yeah. gene. It won't happen. <laughs> people tell know. me that all the time. They're like, Dave, I'm worried about you. You eat too much meat. And I'm like, I eat a lot of salads and I eat a lot of healthy food. I just don't Instagram them because no one's interested in that all right it's <laughs> like right. relax i feel like i need to start leaning into other stuff so that yeah. if i ever do have a heart attack yeah. uh barbecue doesn't take a huge pr hit yeah. Like, yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna start just advertising that i've been helping my friends move a lot lately or something like that so that if something goes it is wrong weird. you say that uh meat man the instagram page yeah. very interesting lettuce guy Nobody's going. No, Nobody oh, has yeah. any interest Why? in your photos. Look, of I place. have the Meet Dave podcast. No one yeah. would listen to the Green Bean Dave podcast. <laughs> right. Right? Like it's just, there's, it's not sexy. No, there's nothing sexy about you and uh, vegetables. Kale Dave. Yeah, I want you because you know why? It's like a, it's like food stunt man. Like we know this is a this is risky behavior. Well, there's just salad's like, healthy. Like I don't watch a guy get healthy. Better pictures too. Yeah. Look, I love nice fresh. <laughs> vegetables i love sure you know uh pasta there's a lot of different food genres i love but the reason why i've become passionate about meat and about barbecue is because there's a lot of stuff that goes along with it there's a community involved with it there's pageantry yeah. it's an art 
when you show up at my house and I have not just made burgers, but I have stayed up all night making brisket. Yeah. Not just like, hey, I threw some burgers on and they're going to be ready in 10 minutes. But you go, oh, Dave, you made brisket? You know that I valued the fact that you were coming over to watch football with me that day. Yeah. <laughs> I put some love into that. I sacrificed sleep. I spent That's right. $80 on a piece of meat that if we mess it up, we mess it up, right? Right. And so I just like what comes along with barbecue and what it means uh, between the lines when you come over to eat it. It's a beautiful thing because also you're recognizing that the community that you're part of, maybe you know these people seven, eight years before they die. <laughs> so it's a really like you got to get it all in in one shot a lot of passion involved because you know they're not going to be here they're not going to have a reunion in 25 years of yeah, this I hope group. my family's not listening to this interview because <laughs> you're basically the slow burn murderer my, today's the day my children look at my wife and goes Todd gonna die oh you'll be fine the yeah. guy cooking it never dies it's the facts he's always like 100 years old been doing it for he's on the news None of his friends are alive. Well, I keep thinking about getting in better shape, but then I realize no one trusts the skinny pit master. No. So. <laughs> yeah, you have to look <laughs> a certain way. It's kind of important. Right, which is why the community all just, you know, he's short life, but you lived it. That's how I look at it. So the short rib, that's really yeah, what it means. Like, you, know, you can work a barbecue. <laughs> right. Yeah, back in the day, all the rock stars and entertainers, they were into hard drugs and hard partying. <laughs> now it's just <laughs> we have short lifespans because we eat too well. It's, just, it's Rome. It has, We've man. become the fat, happy Romans instead of the coke-addicted weirdos, which is – I don't know what's better. I just heard recently that the sandwich was invented by the Earl of Sandwich because he liked to play cards, and he didn't want to put down his cards to eat. Yeah. But the guy was so committed to snacking during it that he would put <laughs> his meat in between a loaf of bread and just eat it. I'm like, that's a dude I could have yeah. hung out with. Yeah, and also the people looking at him going, he's insane. Yeah. He's not even using a fork. <laughs> he's just putting it in the This m- guy's crazy. He's using the bread as handles. cards with the Earl yeah. of Sandwich? And they just named it after him, which is phenomenal. Uh, Dave Williamson at CB Live at Desert Ridge. What else is uh, passion in your life? Uh, funny enough, these so the things I love the most in life are comedy, mm-hmm. barbecue, and here's a real uh, off the wall one: water polo. That is I weird. I love water polo. I'm addicted. Men's to or it. women's? Uh, I coach both. Actually, is that true? And you know, I know you were saying that joking, but I actually no. really enjoy watching the women's game. Me too. Because unlike, because <laughs> they have that underwater camera. <laughs> That's backfired before. Oh, I've in, seen it in the in the Olympics. And <laughs> the year 2000 was the first year they had women's water polo in the yeah. Olympics. And uh, so they had all this like, oh, we're going to put cameras underwater and whatever. I don't think they realized how many suit malfunctions. Oh, There's yeah. a lot more than uh, treading uh, going on underneath yeah. the water. They had oh, to yeah. start putting it on a delay because it yeah. was all making it to air, yeah. you know? A lot of asses immediately, but then there was some popping out of things that shouldn't have been popping up. There's a lot of stuff. There's but fighting, hand don't fighting. Don't you double oh, dude, down, double good. and triple down on suits? Because it's <laughs> oh, they do. part of the yeah. deal. I, of I, wore, I would wear two suits when I played in college because yeah. it was not uncommon to have a suit get ripped. ripped. Yep. And you don't want to be like, oh, my drawstring. You want to just shed it and keep going and yeah. playing, you know? Yeah. Have you ever played balls out where the suit's just gone and you're <laughs> oh. the naked player? Oh, 100%. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I have definitely like gone down and scored a goal and uh, definitely my Commando. suit was not on correct. Yes. Really? Dick's out goal. Hey, man. It's one of it the still counts as one. <laughs> and then after the goal, timeout. Man. I had a guy that I actually knew pretty well. We would party together, and we'd all go do tournaments and stuff like that, right? And in the middle of a game, he ripped a chunk of my armpit hair out. Ah! So I had like a donut. It looked like a donut in my armpit for like oh. months as it grew in. But I was just like, what kind of sport do we play? That I look over at someone who is like not even like a rival or someone I hate, like a friend of mine. Yeah. 
just disfigured me. Holding your hair. <laughs> now, it's suspect immediately when somebody who's not family asks, can I coach the girls' water polo team? So how do you get through? Like, there's got to be some sort of, like, five interviews oh. before you get the job. Well, yeah, of course, especially at the at the school level, you know, like, because there's club polo and it's right. like, you know, like kids sign up for it, whatever. But yeah, of course, man. But I'm athletics. looking at you and I'm thinking, I smell weed. I'm, li- I'm <laughs> no, thinking, <you're> <laughs> <not>. <laughs> I think something's going on. You're like, I want to coach the girls' water polo team. I'm he like, okay, rapey. First I, of all, I, I have a lot of vices and weed is not one <laughs> of them. I'm just saying. And if I smell like anything, it is barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly. I do smell like smoke, but it's a different kind of smoke. I mean, it was hypothetical. I was I was painting a picture for the eyes. It's I don't a blend. Bl- I don't currently smell weed. I am a dad through and through. My hands are covered in paint right now because i've been building a wall in my front yard oh not a functional wall literally just a wall next to my fire pit so that i can mount a 70 inch tv on it and watch football i'm so geeked up for football season this year it's right next to my i have three smokers in my front yard and uh now i'm gonna have two tvs in my fire pit and a hammock that's my front yard. That's golden. Yeah. And it's your front yard, so my it's very yard. inviting. Your backyard, you should see that paradise. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a water polo. How much traffic thing. goes by? Yeah. I mean, they got people are pulling over probably when the well, smokers are going. You know, I, I decided to put the smoker in the front yard for two reasons. Well, one, I had bought my first really big one, and I just there was no way I was going to get it. It was going to be really difficult to get it in the backyard. Two, there's an apartment complex next to me. And I didn't want people to think that the apartment complex was on fire all the time. <laughs> called the fire department on So I go, if it's in the front yard, the smoke won't blow that way. Yeah. And people will see it's a smoker. And then it's been the best thing I ever did because it's a conversation uh, piece for the sure. community. I'm out there, you know, starting at 5 in the morning. I wake up, go out, check the brisket, 7 a.m., go out there. And people are going to the park. There's a park by my house. So it, it's like <laughs> – yeah. People but also, walking their dogs, people jogging, people just heading to the park. It's there's like, Dave. Yeah, yeah, I know everyone in my neighborhood because of I hang but out in my front yard. Also, a passive aggressive way to let the neighbors you don't like know you don't like them. Yeah, well, it's also yeah, I'm trying to assert dominance. Yeah, right, you know? exactly. Like I am the king of the neighborhood, and if <laughs> and if I allow you onto my property, yeah. you have been accepted. Otherwise, keep walking. Well, I have a wall uh, that's you know like a concrete wall. It's very like. You know, it seems like it's a you will not penetrate this wall, but it's not very tall either. So I'm making eye contact with people the whole time. Like it's, <laughs> it's right, a little I'm taller cooking. than a pony wall. I can yeah. see Basically. you. Yeah. I went out in my front yard. I got a house that's got a big front yard, and I started to measure. We were playing wiffle ball in the front yard, and it was a perfect diamond. And me and a friend of mine are playing. I'm like, I wonder what it would cost to get this going, like to actually have a wiffle ball field, like an official one in the front yard. So I got these contractors coming out. We're drawing this out. I'm going to do it. Turf it. Everything. Uh, and then so we're playing wiffle ball on like where me and the contractors are playing one day. Got the bat out, got the ball, doing two-man stuff. And, I, and I'm talking about getting a league. This neighbor wanders over. What are you guys doing? I'm like, oh, we're thinking about maybe getting a wiffle ball league going. Yeah. And he goes, oh, I would love to be part of that. And I'm like, ruined. And then we just walked away. I'm like, looking for just walk-ups. You made it There's, not cool. Yeah, yeah you, made, you wrecked it. So I never did it because I realized that was going to invite – neighbors to it and yeah. now i'm now i'm kind of like a host but that's what i'm trying to do with my barbecue in the front yard of my setup like i love it dude my my front yard is where all my neighbors hang out when i'm in town uh i'll always text a photo of the fire pit to our little sierra street oh i should not say my address <laughs> <laughs> I'm so my front yard. <laughs> um, now i know I'll, where to go i'll yeah. just write porch beers yeah. and then everyone 2100 sierra up. street yeah, yeah, miami yeah, beach 9100 <laughs> Yeah, it's a that's a bad idea to throw your name out there. But, but now they can look it up on Google and see how much you paid. Or Zillow. <laughs> I'm going to do that now. While you can tell another story, I'll be right back with a cause to be home. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. But I built a football field in my backyard. I got two boys. Oh, that's good. And so we've been in the same house for like 10 years. So we moved in when my sons were pretty young. And, um, you know, we live in Los Angeles. And uh, it's, as a comic, moving there for the first time. It's not like we have a mansion, right? Right. So I was like, even though we don't have a giant house, I'm going to make this house the coolest house ever yeah. for my two boys. Yep. And the first thing I did was I built a football you know, field in the backyard and spray painted the turf and all that stuff and, and did the hash That's marks. Awesome. So what I had to do was I put a giant net up because I actually built field goals and they would kick the field goals through and everything. Nice. So I had to put a big net up so it wouldn't go through the neighbor's windows. Well, about a month into living in this house, my youngest son shot an arrow through <laughs> through the net and That's through not, their window. And it gets boys. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. That is not football. I was like, man, this net stops footballs and basketballs and frisbees, but this net is not stopping an arrow. So then you know what I did? I built an archery course down the side of the house for him. I was like, if you want to shoot arrows, do it on that side of the house. Now, How much of this as a psychiatrist, I could tell you, how much of this is the – Make good for what your dad did in his <laughs> No, it's the opposite. I grew up on a lake with jet skis oh, and a game room. beautiful. So I'm like, sorry that your dad decided to chase his dreams instead of doing something <laughs> profitable. So oh, it is a little guilt. Yeah. Like, I grew yeah, up with so that, much. Hey, here's your thing. Yeah. Uh, you shoot arrows over here at the side of the house and your mother. I'm building character, hardship. <laughs> I'm going to be a professional jet skier. <laughs> I tried. Because it is yeah. one or the other. Yeah. Like, you're either, like, really wealthy and then you're, like, you're growing up and you have everything, so you try to make best you can or you got nothing so you build football fields for your kids in the backyard dude as long as my kids friends want to hang out at my house that's all i care yeah about. that's cool you know you're very welcoming hey i try you leave the door open i do not like to be alone yeah i want really i was gonna ask you guys what you're doing the rest of the day like i like <laughs> hanging out with cool people i can tell you what he's doing and you're interested <laughs> yeah i guarantee you by looking at him and you in the same room he is going to have slip and slide yeah your- <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You guys are slip and slide right into the barbecue. It's going to be a barbecue First slip hour. and slide. Why not? Just get your tongue out and slide all the way across the yard. Let's do great. it. Let's get that done. Uh, Dave Williamson is at CB Live at Desert Ridge tonight and tomorrow, CBLive.com. What's the best thing that's been uh, happening to you about touring with Burt Kreischer? Oh, man. Uh, Burt's Bert, great. We Bert's, love Burt. Burt's the best. So, Brady, I actually know you because yep. uh, when we were cooking on the road, uh, I looked in the cabinet and your rub yep. that you had was in there. And I was like, you know, we get a lot of free rubs and people want us to try their stuff. And I'm, it's most the same, you know? And that rub, I was good like, stuff. this is so good. So I actually reached out to you and was like, I want, I, I need some more of this. Where do We're I get it? We're on the road. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I brought you my rub that I have I now. Know. So you got to try it. it. But I would say that that's one of the cool things. We get a lot of swag. You get a lot of free stuff. Yeah, free yeah. stuff never bad. But it's just, yeah. you know, it's just the family, dude. It's like I said, I don't like to be by myself when I'm on the road, and that's just a necessary part of this job. Yeah. But when you're touring with Bert, where he's at, you know, in his career, is that we have, 
you know, the the production guy and the tour manager and the bus driver. Yeah. And Bert's really cool about making it like a family. You yeah. Know? You so, always doing stuff together. Yeah. It's just and Bert loves doing activities, yeah. and so do I, man. So I'm just like, yeah, let's do fun stuff. You know. Yeah. What so do you do for activities? Like, what's something that uh, Dave Williamson would do? Like right now, what would you invite us to? Hey, I'm doing this today. Let's go. So uh, I'm an aquatic guy, as uh, <laughs> proven by my water polo passion, <laughs> right. right? But I just love doing anything in the water, man. Like we're saying, jet skiing. Um, one time uh, when I was with Bert, we did this really cool, the hydrofoil. Oh, jet that, I, oh, I wanted yeah. to do that. Oh, just uh, took my kids uh, wake surfing in uh, Florida last week uh, when we were on vacation. And I love spear fishing. Is the hydrofoil thing hard? Isn't that the thing where you shoot up in the air like the – So the one that we did, it was like a, it's like a small surfboard with a giant fin on it. And it's motorized, so you have like the control in your hand. Oh, so it's like a jet ski slash. So you surfboard. can start yeah. right out on it. You don't need yeah. to be pulled on it. Right no, away. no, you lay on it. You hit the button, and it starts going. And you got to find that perfect balance of not going too fast and not going too slow. And you go, and you're, you know, we're like. 250-pound dudes on this yeah. thing. Like, it wasn't designed for us to learn on it. You know what I mean? But once you get it, man, it is super fun. Oh, man. So, yeah, I would say anything with, uh, with water. Okay. I'm, so I'm you're in. a water guy. I'm a, water, I'm, a, I'm a waterman. Yeah. I want to know still. I want to go back to this. How did you get the job coaching water polo? I played. I played that water polo. And, and so that's it. Like, and, and, like You're qualified. And I'm just super um, uh, competitive with sports and everything. So when I stumbled into coaching, I fell in love with it because it's just a cool connection point. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've I've coached kids in some teams we won state titles and other teams we had a terrible team, but I don't even remember which ones are which. I just remember that I coached that kid and we, you know, became friends. And now, like, 20 years later, they come out to see me and do shows and they have wives and kids of their own and we can go have a beer after. Yeah. And it's just so crazy? cool. You've you been that doing that that long? Place. Yeah, ever since I graduated college, no man. No kidding. Since I was like 20, yeah. Like, See, they just fired you right back in there. I had a kid one time. This is my favorite thing is that, you know, you don't hear from someone for five years, six years, seven years, but they can hit you up and be like, Coach Dave, and you're right back, you know. You have yeah. a bond yeah, right. for life, you yeah. know. So I had this kid one time hit me up, and he goes, Coach Dave, I need help. And I go, what's up, buddy? How are you? His name was Roland. <laughs> and he goes, uh, well, I, I finished school. I don't know if you know. I, I went to school and I, I got my degree. Whatever. He's like, and I've been applying for these programs, and uh, I got accepted to this really prestigious medical program. And uh, they're going to drug test me tomorrow, and I'm going to fail it. Right? <laughs> he's like, I've smoked weed this week. So he's like, I, I need help. And I go, buddy, I'm going to help you out with this. Let's come up with a plan. He's like, I already have a plan. <laughs> What's the plan, dude? He's like, I listed you as my swim coach. He's like, if they call, tell them that I had to shave all the hair on my body. So that I can pr- compete in this really prestigious swim tournament genius. this weekend. Not genius. No? This kid hadn't swam in six years. I go, I go it's not an Olympic year. What, what, what are you swim doing? meet is happening that's going to be believable that you would have to shave that's all your you body come hair? In. Yeah. You have to sell it. <laughs> it was a hard lie to sell. I'm like, look, I have a little bit of a reputation in my community I'd like to uphold. And if we're going to make a lie, let's make it a good one. So I helped them come up with a better story. And Cancer. I'm like, <laughs> Close. You're, no, you're not he, too far. He was off. applying to be a doctor. He's going to tell doctors he has yes. cancer. I think well, who better? That too. It's like you coaching water polo. I'd rather have a guy with cancer treat my cancer. Well, here's the best part of the story: is that we came up with a new plan, and he goes, "That's a great, great idea, Coach Dave. Thanks so much." He goes, "I just have one more question." I go, "What's up?" He goes, "What do I tell him about why I don't have hair then?" And I go, "You already shaved." <laughs> Before and he goes, yeah, and I go, don't worry about it, man. A lot of people have shaved heads, and yeah. I don't even ask. He goes, 
I shaved my eyebrows. <laughs> oh, he shaved the whole oh. thing. I go, you shaved your eyebrows before <laughs> I even agreed to lie for you on Listen, this? Listen, powder. It was so foolproof. <laughs> yeah. It was perfect. I was like, man, you're going to have to tell him that you lit your barbecue grill up and you had too much <laughs> yeah. propane in the air. You just singed everything. I go, new plan. New plan. Oh, my God. That's- I'm like, I might need to burn you. To- <laughs> <laughs> You can make a person, just cook him and get he's, him in there. He's like, That's you're hilarious. the best coach ever as I'm torching him. <laughs> he got him. That's ridiculous. Thanks, coach. Ah! Did he get the gig? Um, great question. I should, <laughs> you should have followed yeah, up. This hey, was years ago. You can't so have this, remember, this, yeah. this slick, bald t- uh, guy calling you up in the middle of the night saying hey, they need help, and then you don't Roland, even... Roland, if you're out there, let me know how it went. <laughs> Dr. Roland or not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're not sure at this uh, point. That's Nurse Roland. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm shaved up. I wouldn't try. That guy's not hired immediately walking with no eyebrows. I trust no one with no eyebrows. Oh, yeah, man. No, you got to really earn someone's trust. If someone walked in here right now and you're like, this is my good buddy, uh, you know, Ben, and he didn't yeah. have eyebrows, I'm like, uh, yeah. jury's out on Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on with Ben. You're not going to walk into and Welcome yeah. to the hair center. It's a fist bump for Ben. I'm not shaking hands with yeah. Ben. Yeah, that's it. I had a friend in college that just woke up one day and one of his eyebrows had fallen out. And <laughs> it just felt it like not- shed it. Really? Yeah. It didn't get shaved off because he was too drunk? Not we did that, we, that to not some Not that people. we know of, but then he had to shave his other eyebrow to make it make sense. <laughs> and it never, did it grow back eventually? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. did. He got shaved. He yeah. was past him. I did a vanilla ice for Halloween once and oh. tried to do a lines in my eyebrow and shaved off half my eyebrow and realized this was a terrible idea. So I tried to fix it and just ended up shaving the whole thing. I did that. I was vanilla ice my sophomore year of college. <laughs> we all were. And, and, and I, I'll show you a picture of mine before I leave. So uh, I grew my hair for like a couple months, and then on Halloween Day, I went in with the album cover, and I just told this. I went to Auburn University, so this you know redneck guy in a barber shop. Yeah. <laughs> I go make me look like that. <laughs> and he did, man. Shaved the sides, put the bricks the in, and, oh, yeah. and I dyed the front and the thing. And then I started drinking beers pre-drinking before we went out to the costume contest at the nightclub. And I'm like, I need to really amp up this hair. So I got my clippers and just went much deeper with the grooves oh. on the side and. And uh, I, yeah, I don't. The hardest part is it looks great that night, but then yeah. you got to figure out what to do with your hair as it grows right. back. Permanent Halloween's a bad yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I did vanilla. Well, that was the eyebrow, and then you realize it takes like four months for an eyebrow to come back. Yeah. One of my best friends actually joined our water polo team that week, the week after Halloween of his freshman year, and uh, he told me he goes, "Man, the first like." couple months i knew you it was like who is this because <laughs> i had the douche. i had the crazy hair and still and i had a i used to wear a gold-plated shark tooth necklace in college <laughs> nice because i was from florida and i thought that was normal it is and in i was florida. i was wearing wife beater undershirts before like anyone <laughs> like no one knew what those were it was like what is that theory? like it was like only like you know dudes from the new jersey from like yeah. the 40s right. i knew what oh these yeah were, raging you know? bull is the only yeah. guy that anybody ever saw in that it's i think that's why they call it wife beaters uh, yeah, oh, I'm sure it's very literal. Isn't it so great that, like, in all the PC world that that's still what that, those are and nobody says a thing? Yeah, that's true, man. How it's written that, on the package. The, yeah, on some of the ads. Yeah, like yeah. wife beaters. I'm like, <laughs> all right, that seems right. How did that slip to the cracks? Yeah. That's a great – Yeah, we've got all these words we can't say now, but wife beaters are sold by Hanes should, at seven ninety nine a three Products pack. that still slip through the cracks. Yeah. Oh, Spick, Spick and Span. That's yeah. the one I've been on for 20 years. I'm like, how is that still a thing? Nips crackers. Is Spick and Span racist? Well, it can be. Depends uh, on, yeah. Never thought of that. <laughs> oh, see? And that makes you, makes you a better person. Well, listen, this is what we're going to do with the rest of our day, guys. We're going to go buy a pack of wife beaters. We're going to match. We're going to go get some spick right. and span. We're going to grease up that slip and slide. And we're going to have a blast. That's the way to do it. That's, yeah. a, that's, a, good, that's a great Thursday. Uh, Dave Williamson, CB Live at Desert Ridge. Uh, if you want to go, cblive.com. 
Uh, you get his rub, too, at the end of the night. You can start handing out some food and some supplies on top of it. I'll leave us with words of uh, wisdom, Dave, immediately. Uh, well, on the word, on the, on this topic of slip and slides, always have one in your car. One time I was at a bar and a guy got stabbed, <laughs> and I gave him a ride to the emergency room, but I wrapped him in my slip and slide so that he wouldn't Came lean all over my car. Life-saving. <laughs> Life-saving slip and slides. Yeah. You made him sit on the slip and slide so he didn't I bleed in your car. I made him sit in the car. back of my SUV. I got a bigger question. Why was he stabbed? Because uh, it was Auburn, Alabama, and oh, yeah, it was Saturday happen. night. Yeah, that makes sense. So, of course, <laughs> someone got stabbed, and you happen to be the closest one. War Eagle. War Eagle. War Eagle. <laughs> it's 98 KUPD. Dave Williamson, everybody. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.